0: Welcome back to episode 45 of Bitches Love Brunch. I am your co-host, Courtney.
1: And this is Kiana.
0: You know, I just thought about this as kind of random, but I was like, I always say co-host. Like I, and I'm not sure why I do that. Like, because you just like, and this is Kiana. <laughs> I don't know why i felt the need to have that conversation here, but it just hit me. And I was like, why do I do that? Like, they know. That's it. They do. Oh, Yeah, they do. So, okay, maybe um, next episode I won't do that. Let's maybe see that's maybe that's your that. whole name. This
1: co-host, is your co-host Courtney. Courtney? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is funny. I'm about to change my Instagram name to co-host Courtney. Maybe just Courts make that with the capital T. Yes.
1: Um, Mia, yeah, just change it to your whole name, man. It's been there for 40, forty-five times. <laughs> I think I think it's safe to stay. Uh, right now, co-host Courtney. So, I am.
0: Um, I am definitely a creature of habit.
1: That's funny,
0: right? So you just in the group. You to go you exactly to those things right there. You yep. Just stay right there
1: in that lane. Yep, I know my lane. I know it well. That's funny.
0: Okay. Anyway, welcome back, guys. Welcome. We're excited to be back for another another episode. Um, Kiana, what's going on with you this week, or what's been going on in the last couple of weeks? Um, like Tuesday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. There's a lot of nothing and a whole lot of something going on this week.
0: Say, all at, all at
1: the same time. So I'm chilling this week because I am currently um, in a transitional phase. I got a new job. Whoop, whoop, Yes. So I'm taking my talents on the road to Atlanta. So I am Congratulations. just... Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just chilling right now. And in the back of my mind while I'm chilling, dreading the fact that I need to pack up my place and make my way to yeah. Georgia. Very soon.
0: Packing packing up an apartment is not where it's at always.
1: Listen, packing up my purse some days is not where it's at. So I just don't want to pack anything. (laughs) I I just want to go and have my stuff be there. Yep,
0: and just magically pop up. Yes. I don't Um, have that
1: kind of money, though. That means somebody would pack my stuff, ship it down there. But I don't know. Maybe. You know what?
0: Next time around, next time around. Maybe, listen, I started to think, I was like, maybe,
1: you know what,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. start it turning. <clears throat>
1: so yeah, I'm um, chilling this week. What's
0: going can you tell on tell us a little bit about what you'll be doing first? What's, like, what's this new job about? You ain't got to tell us where you're going to be
1: working. Um, I'll wait a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get in the door. Um, Okay. And then once everything is, all the dust settles, we can definitely talk about it. But I want to know just a little bit more, too. Oh,
0: Lord, Kiana don't know what she's going to be doing, y'all. No, I I know enough, not enough to share. But,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, I will definitely tell more a little bit later.
0: Okay. Um, What's going on with me in the last couple of weeks? Have we recorded since I went to Toronto, maybe? I think I was heading to Toronto.
1: That's right, you Um, were, because that's when I thought you were out the country, remember?
0: Yes, yes. Um, So, I not just got back anymore, but I am recently back from a work conference um, in Toronto, which was... It was actually a really good time. I love... I know you've heard this already, Kiana, but for the listeners, I... Fell in love with Toronto for several reasons. Um, it was very international. It is the clean New York, but it is also <laughs> their Hollywood. Um, that's no shades to New York, but that is often how people describe it. <clears throat> and I would, I would have to have to agree. Um, but I fell in love with the city. Um, it gave me some of the feels of France. Um, And if you know me, then you know that that is kind of where and how I started falling in love with uh, traveling. Um, And I love France. So it was even though it was for work, we definitely got to get out and see the city a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had a really good time.
1: So what was your favorite part about Toronto? Toronto?
0: feel like I should say the work conference part. <laughs> no, nah, girl.
1: Keep it real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let me just say this. Because it is so diverse, um, I won't say. Sorry, that threw me off. I won't say that. You know that, what? Um, you hear that? It's you okay. You hear that, dog? It's okay. We're, we're going to keep right. going. We'll, we'll yeah. talk
1: about that, y'all. Mm-hmm.
0: Um that I would probably say that that's my favorite part like just the diversity of it in in one place and it was like authentic like on my right I could uh I could hear somebody speaking in French on my left there may be you know somebody of African or Caribbean descent you know what I mean yeah and it wasn't like just the city of like where that happens because it's a major city like that is truly just toronto like even when we went out um we were speaking to this bar owner and he was like i mean it was only a few people in the bar because it was a wednesday night but (laughs) he was like i bet you could ask anybody in here and you know we're all from canada like we grew up in canada but our parents are not from here and they're all gonna say that you know they're from a different place yeah different country Um, all of that, and so just the true diversity of the city. I think it, um, like it it just made it really attractive. Um, but it also it also felt welcoming too.
1: Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you had a good time. Sounds like you were at a bar on a Wednesday. That always sounds fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, but yeah, that sounds like it's a good time. Especially diversity too. I love places that are actually. Super rich in diversity and not just black and white,
0: right? Like the true meaning
1: of diversity,
0: exactly. So, I really, I really appreciated that. Um, are you going to go back? Absolutely,
1: are you (laughs) going to go back soon? How soon?
0: Um, I would like to go back this summer.
1: Oh, wow, if I could
0: make that happen in June or July, um, that would be nice. Yes, that would be ideal. Um, we made a couple of friends up there so okay we're going to hit them up and be like hey hey remember <laughs> on me on our way remember me <laughs> on our way oh that's so, cool that'd be fun yes um i already told you we need to go like
1: listen considering
0: this this changing your job
1: you know ain't nothing to it but to do it
0: <laughs> right now, now flights I will say flights to Toronto are a little uh a little pricey. So I'll be doing that 6-hour drive. I ain't got no problem with that.
1: I'll just meet you wherever you are. We can go from there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can just go from there. In my world um and then Wednesday this coming Wednesday I'm headed to Denver. Woo! Whoop. I can't this wait to hear about pleasure. that trip.
1: I can't wait to hear about that trip.
0: I I don't know that I fully mentally prepared. Like I've mentally prepared to just have an awesome time and just really be on vacation. Um, I also realized I think I told you this, like why I enjoyed being in Toronto so much too. I have not traveled since twenty seventeen.
1: Yeah, I would be itching to go every, any and everywhere.
0: So like. My spirit was just refreshed, you <laughs> Your soul needed it. Yes, it really did. Um, so that's another reason why I'm looking forward to Denver, too, because it's like pure vacation. Um, probably about to be pure shenanigans. It's just going to be all around good time. That Especially sounds like you know so much I'm fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Y'all are going to have a good
0: time. So, yeah. Uh, That's what's going on in my world. Let's uh, move on to the recap. So last week we got into health and fitness, which I thoroughly enjoyed because it's a part of our, our lives that are like really important to us. And so I enjoy just being able to share that with the with the listeners, and you know, just some of the things that we're doing, how we transitioned into the lifestyles that we have now regarding our health, um, what got us there, what keeps us there. Um, what were your big takeaways from last week's or the last episode?
1: You know what? Um, my big takeaway was for one. Wow! I can't believe this is me talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> but two, just really um, I don't know for me it just means something deeper to me and, and even though I'm not 100% perfect and it, it's just something I still just want to strive towards and something I really mm-hmm. do want to take really seriously and ingrain it into my life and Absolutely. share with other people so I think if anything it just felt more weighted in the fact that um, I was able to talk about it and share about and share my experience with you guys. Um, I was just like, you know what? I, I must be bought into this a little more than what I even think that I am. Um, which, mm-hmm. is a, which is a good feeling. So it was more reflective for me.
0: And you, um, I mean, much like 95% of the topics. Like, you initiated that topic. And so I feel like that says something as well about where you were. Or where you are in your journey. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just wanting to engage other people and tell other people about your experience and your journeys um, with health and fitness. So I think that says a lot.
1: Yeah. But I will say this. I am getting a little concerned with this um, this new shift and change that in my life. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, that structure, the structure that I have won't be there anymore. So this is the oh, test gotcha. to see if I'll still really do it because I want to do it and not because I've been relying on a routine so mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be getting tested I'll keep y'all posted on how that goes right now it's going
0: that is funny you say that because I um so when we were talking last week you know, I shared with everybody which I think I have several times before um just that you know I'm a pescatarian and that I took that I think it was a six-month, five, six-month break where I was eating meat again. Um, And so some recent happenings within my family has made me realize, like, I think my body is going through another shift. Um, Mm. And so I'm wondering if I need to change my eating style um, yet again. Just my energy has been really low for some time. And mm. so I was like, I have a feeling that this is my iron in my body telling me that there are some things that I am not getting, some nourishment that I'm not getting that I um, need to seek out more. So I'm on a slightly new journey to kind of make that shift or make a shift as well, just to see what I need to do to increase that energy. And it's not like I would love to say that it's as simple as taking some B12 vitamins and calling it a day. i right. tried it. Um, what I've noticed, though, is, you know, it's the certain foods that I eat that give me energy. And um, and while it would probably be ideal from an energy level and the iron deficiency to eat meat again, that is actually the thing. Like red meat is actually the thing that I cannot eat because of um, the fibroids that I have
1: mm-hmm.
0: or I should or I shouldn't eat, I should say. Um, so, yeah, I'm like. we about to go through a shift aren't we let me
1: tell you so i had a cheat day on my challenge Mm -hmm. well not a cheat day i had a cheat meal i ate Mm -hmm. a slice of pizza courtney and you know i'm allergic to dairy Mm -hmm. i'm allergic to gluten my whole body was covered in hives Mm-hmm. I had it. never had that happen before, and my body was just like, hey, we're actually getting very serious about this. Um, <laughs> right. Don't know if you know, but we said you can't eat this. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel you. I definitely yeah, feel so. you. That's, that scared me. I had never had an allergic reaction um, like that before.
0: Yeah. So, it's really important to listen to your bodies, folks. Like... It is talking to you. I know it sounds like real earthy and whatnot, but it is telling you exactly what you need. Um, and not everybody's body reacts the same way to certain things. And and what it needs can change over time. Hence the situations that we're in. Yeah, so.
1: My need okay. ain't changed, though. It just yelled at me. It was just like, I don't think you heard me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But like yeah. I said what I said.
1: Exactly, <laughs> Like, girl. You keep doing what you want to do, and that is not right. the game that we're playing anymore. Get it right. Right. I mean
0: you can do this if you want to, but this is what's gonna happen. No, it straight
1: be it straightened me up. I woke up the next morning, egg whites, Ezekiel Muffin. I was just <laughs> like, I'm back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. All right. Well, I got the quote. No, we're not there yet. Drinks. We're not
0: drinks what
1: you drinking water <laughs> i'm not drinking a thing so quote it is cool <laughs> guess i was right on track so the quote for this week dang i didn't even look at the you know because sometimes i be tripping on the names i didn't even look at the name and i'm like look at this last name I think I got it oh, though. Dang. Okay. So, <laughs> the quote is Light precedes every transition, whether at the end of a tunnel, through a crack in the door, or the flash of an idea. It is always there, heralding a new beginning by Teresa Tulaski.
0: You tilted. Thank you. you killed it. Thank you. <laughs> I
1: appreciate that.
0: Yep. Because <laughs> we all know.
1: Listen, we, we, we've it. heard the stumble before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Listen, at this point, we're all friends. Either you going to love <laughs> right. me or love me. What you going to do? Me
0: as, right. Take me as I am. What
1: you going to do? So, yeah, that's the quote okay. for the week. Where you want to start? Because, so, you know, we're going we gonna to have to spell these topics out today.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, well, considering the conversation that we were just having in terms of, like, our shifts and transitions with our health um, I think that's a good segue along with the quote to just transition into this topic look at you of transitions
1: oh you gonna um, take it there okay
0: I, I understood well,
1: okay. <laughs> transition into this topic of transitions I got well, the transition that's what it is. We, I caught the transition of you transitioning into the transition thank you we're not
0: doing this we're not doing this <laughs> I got it. Oh, we about to be at the end of the first. Um anyway, so as Kiana is this idea really kinda started with um Kiana That's transitioning <laughs> and what you're getting ready to embark on um with this new job and then moving as well. So, how are you preparing for this transition in your life?
1: Um, with a lot of peace. (laughs) That's the goal. Mm, That's that's the goal. So, I've taken some time off from working. So, I actually have a two-week break in between when I start my position. Um... And I just wanted that to be as smooth as possible. I wanted it to be as peaceful as possible, and I didn't want to feel Mm -hmm. rushed. I didn't want to feel rushed and leaving my relationships here, having to leave some things undone. I wanted to just really do a good job Mm -hmm. at tying up Mm -hmm. the loose ends because when I depart Nashville, I'm departing Nashville. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When I, when I leave,
1: I'm gone. Okay. Oh, okay. all right. That's it. Because everything now that they have in Nashville that I will come back for, they have in Atlanta, like a of mm-hmm. huskies. So, okay. Um. Yes, yeah, so I just want this to be peaceful. I think that transitions, a lot of times in life, transitions happen and they happen abruptly, and I think that this transition has happened quickly. But I think it doesn't have to be abrupt, and I don't have mm-hmm. to, um, just shake up my life internally the way that my life is being shaken up externally you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. i can ease through this so i think i'm just trying to make sure i have some peace when i do this because i'm really excited about it and i don't want my anxiety to steal this moment from me i don't want Mm. um worrying i don't want lack of planning or even um not even but even procrastination to hinder me from feeling mm-hmm. like this isn't the right step that I want to take. I want these steps to be aligned and just filled with confirmations
0: and not doubts. I like that. So it sounds like, um, you know, you had the opportunity to be really intentional about about this. And so I'm assuming from previous experience, like really just kind of, Taking all of that in and like because this isn't the first time you've moved from state to state, um, or the first time that you have moved. Period. Um, Kiana has moved quite a few times, y'all. There's no judgment. So, no, there's, there's no judgment. Because I, I honestly feel like there's something to be said about the experience and just the lessons that you get from moving and just being in different different locations um so I feel like you have some things that other people don't have and you can appreciate you know what I mean in the process of those yeah transitions
1: I think uh, based off of what happened the last time when I moved from state to state I had left Ohio I was in graduate school and I had left Ohio and Graduated with my master's and a week later I started my new position in Nashville and I think Mm -hmm. there was just so much going on I had just got my master's degree Um, I was excited about that I was excited about moving to a new environment which I had no friends no family and then I was excited about a new job opportunity and for me that high was so high that when the dust settled it was really hard for me to grasp what my new reality was which is really what led me to go to therapy was that mm-hmm, I was having mm-hmm. situational depression and it was it was too much for me to handle. It, it ended up being a shock to me and I didn't know right. what was up from down and what I should try to hold on to. I was just trying to grab onto anything that was familiar to have some type of foundation. And so I think my biggest thing for me is I'm my foundation, so I need to make sure that I'm okay, that when I go, when this plane lands, when all of these shits happens, because there's a lot that is changing for me which I will go into in a later episode, but it's a dr- those mm-hmm. are drastic changes into um, yeah. my new role, into my new environment. Um, everything is very weighted right now, so I just want to make sure I have a level head.
0: No, that's, that's really good, and I, um, I commend you for that because especially as, um, as being a single woman, you don't always have to have that level of intentionality behind such transitions like that. Right. Um, I feel like it can be a little different, and I'm just speaking for the pers- from the perspective of, like, when, I, when I've when i gotten new employees or, you know, our organization has gotten new employees or people leave, like, there is a long thought process that goes into just even the idea of switching jobs, let alone, you know what I mean, moving Um Prior to making that decision, whereas, you know, as someone who is single, when you don't have those attachments and if you don't have any children, um, you could really just up and move as you please. You can come and go as you please. And um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, um, it should lack the intentionality around it because it still shakes up your world, um, and how you receive things, how you prepare things, how you transition into things, um. So I appreciate that, you know you you're taking the time to do that for yourself, and you dropped a major gem in saying like, "I am my foundation."
1: Yeah, and that has to be good it's, first. Listen, every everywhere I go, there I am. I might lose some shit along the mm-hmm. way, and may forget to pack something, but I ain't forgetting me.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going wherever I go. And so... Especially because there's the possibility to do that. You can yes. lose yourself. Yes,
1: you can. You can forget everything that you've worked for, where you were, and revert back without realizing everything that you learned. But so I just don't want to lose everything that, you know, I worked hard for in these last three years. These three mm-hmm. years, i put in a lot of work. I've been very intentional about my growth i've been very intentional about my emotional well-being my physical well-being and so i just don't want to drop the ball and when i do drop the ball because i can and i probably will at some point uh, mm-hmm. i just want to know i gotta give myself grace too but if absolutely. i can avoid that then i would like to do that
0: absolutely
1: i would like to do that um there was uh, something else i was gonna say to you too And not even just to you, but something just really started to make sense in this transition. So, I went to church yesterday, and I keep telling people about the premise of this sermon because it was so cool, Courtney, at least the way I looked at it. And they were talking about how you have 8 to 10 defining moments in your life. And Mm -hmm. if you don't do the job of reflecting over your life, you will miss the defining moments of what make you who you are and what makes your life mm-hmm. who, what it is. And what did the lady say? She said that you have to collect the puzzle pieces to connect the puzzle pieces to correct the puzzle pieces. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, okay. So they were talking about how um, you get these eight to 10 moments in your life, but because we're all connected in some way, Um, people's decisions affect your defining moments. Like, for instance, you know how me and you met through Simone Roper? Mm -hmm. And granted, that's not to say that you and Simone Roper don't have a divine connection because y'all do, but because y'all met in the way that we were introduced and me and Simone's friendship, it became a defining moment in my life when seven, eight years later, me and you started a podcast together.
0: Right, right.
1: So the way that you look at it is very unique, and I think that with this opportunity, um, just as a single person and just as a person who doesn't have kids, I think that even when you are content, because I'm very content in my singleness and the fact that I don't have any kids right now, I'm completely Mm -hmm. happy about I'm elated about it. No shade to anybody who has them. Right. But- I'm pretty happy with where I am in my life and I don't regret not getting married or not having kids right now. But I think that one of the, like she said, when you collect those puzzle pieces, I think me being single, me having no kids was absolutely on purpose for this particular opportunity. And right, so right. sometimes a lot of people question why they're single or why they don't have kids. And sometimes it could be a part of your defining moment as to why you don't. Some things aren't happening in the time span that you want them to because some things need to come to pass before you get to that portion of your life. And so I just think I that's really important to know, and that's something I took away from this, and being really happy and knowing that I was satisfied with the way that my life looks. and because of that, God rewarded it on top of that and be- because of those particular reasons. Exactly. Um.
0: <clears throat> I often say that um I've shared like several times with friends. I feel like and I know that I'm not the only one that God does this to, but like I often get the um I often get the lesson before the before the test. And so <clears throat> what I mean by that is um I use my uh my, my romantic life as an example um so a few years ago a few meaning ooh, probably almost 10 now geez okay <laughs> um, but a few years ago I went through this this phase of singleness and at first it was not intentional but it became that way and I got really content in my singleness um, but it was easy to do at the time, or it felt easy initially um, at the time because I wasn't looking, I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't really pressed, but I did use that time to focus on myself um, and determine, Excuse God me. bless you. Thank you. Um, and <laughs> really hone into who I was, um, what I needed. And I, when I tell you, I really got to a point where it was just like, you know, I was, getting more and more into the word, of course. I you know, I feel like you can always grow in the word. Um but as I, you know, I was as I was getting into the word, it was just like, you know, reading about the intention of man and wife and marriage and all of that and, and the biblical reason behind that. I really got into a place where I was like, you know, God, if this is what you have for me, if I'm supposed to be single for the rest of my life so that I remain focused on you, I'm good with that. Yeah, I am absolutely good with that. Um and then somebody came in and and jacked all of that up. I but I also felt <laughs> right and not jacked it up in like in like a bad way, but um I felt like it was that opportunity where I released some people or, you know, released yeah, released some people from my life. I got really I felt like I was in a really good and content place and not content in a bad way cuz people can um not not complacent but content um with my singleness that's when god opened the door for a relationship um and i'm not saying that it was the greatest relationship but my point is it wasn't until after that where i realized after that relationship ended why i had that lesson in singleness prior to even being in a relationship because the test was really afterwards and that was rough that transitioning out of that relationship and out of, you know, being, being with someone, it was just like, I had to remind myself not to a little bit, but it was like, Courtney, but you've been here before. You've already given, been given this lesson. You've already been prepared for this. Um, And so I just, I just feel like that's what often often happens in my life where it's like, okay, you get the lesson God prepares you and sometimes we don't recognize it as that like you said those defining moments but how can you really appreciate those defining moments and take them into the next venture or adventure whatever that looks like
1: yeah I thought that was just really cool just a great way to be reflective and really take ownership of your story um that's one thing I've been talking to a lot of my friends about is just really Owning their stories and letting them know, like, this is your movie. You know, you are the starting character. You don't own Mm -hmm. anybody. Nobody owns you. And these other people, they're they're supporting roles. And you can make this be as dramatic or as fun or as sad or as dramatic as you want it to be. But this is your story. And you don't want to get to the end of your story and not like the main character exactly i don't i don't want to get to the end of this and be like you know i could have done this differently or i could have i could have taken better care of myself and i know there will be ways and opportunities that i could have taken better care of me but i think i want to know that i put forth my best my best effort
0: mm-hmm. at least to me and also and also recognizing that because i feel like that's what offers balance for your life and your story um, is recognizing that you are merely a supporting role in somebody else's story.
1: Oh yeah, we are just peons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are just peons. So, yeah, I think those defining moments are are absolutely huge, and you have to be open to that and how they can um, change your perspective. Yeah. Uh, and alter the course for you, but you have to be you have to be open to receive those things.
1: You also have to be open to, for your course not to look like how you planned it to. Mm-hmm. Because this was not what I wanted. But it was everything I needed.
0: Everything you needed. You took the words right, out of not, my mouth. You know this was
1: not what I wanted. Um, during, when, Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I just, I was interviewing for a job. I was dead set. I was dead set. And... It was almost like a dream position for me. It was at Facebook. I was like, this is mm-hmm. this is where I'm going. This is it. This is happening. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be placed here um, if it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. <laughs> right. It was not for me. And I had to be open enough to be like, you know what? I'm going to take that on the chin. It's going to hurt. And it did hurt. And it's going to disappoint me. And I'm allowed to be disappointed. And I'm allowed to be hurt. And I'm allowed to feel like, you know, I want to slow down a little bit because I said it. I think I told you that. Like, I'm going to take a break from the applications Mm -hmm. for a minute Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's just... That was just too much for me. But I I processed those feelings. But at the end of the day, had I not been open to recreating what I wanted my future to look like, I wouldn't have gotten it. And
0: had you not kept going. That too. Open enough to move
1: with disappointment. Because you can still move... Disappointment doesn't have to be a hurdle for you. You can still move with the disappointment on you. You can still yep. be running and be disappointed. You can still be crawling and be disappointed. You can still be walking and still be disappointed. You just got to keep moving.
0: You just have to keep moving. Um now and I remember I remember when you texted me and you know and told me you got the job and about the job and I was like won't he do it? He will give you absolutely every single thing that you need. And more. Like, who knew he was going to show out this way? Not us. No. Because <laughs> it's already written. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. And it was like, you thought that one thing was it. And God was like, hold on. I got better. <laughs> I'm going to do you one better. <laughs> yeah so I agree like you you have to you have to let go of of those plans sometimes and and the restrictions and the structure that and sometimes even the limitations yeah uh, that you place on yourself
1: that's huge right there
0: and and you don't even recognize that that's what you're doing sometimes but it's like nah nah go bigger like there's more out there. Why stop
1: at this? you also <laughs> I think this is important to the people around you that's supporting you, your cheerleaders. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cuz sometimes they can it's so it's so critical to know yourself. Because if you don't, you're going to listen to what other people tell you about you and you might believe them. Mhm. And that's not who you are. So you got to make sure you got the right people around you speaking to the the potential in you, the growth in you. Because you're not going right. to always be the same way. You got to have people edifying you. And if they not, you, you listen to that. You pay close attention.
0: You do. And you're absolutely right. You have to have the right people around you because... Um... Sometimes, like we mentioned earlier, like sometimes you can lose yourself and maybe not losing yourself completely, but sometimes you can forget and you need that little reminder. Um, But if you're getting the wrong type of reminders, if you if the people around you are like, nah, girl, you should have just settled for that job or nah, girl, you should have just stayed in Nashville. You know what I mean? Like that would have completely altered your course, altered your mindset and that's not the type of that's not the type of support that you need. So you need the people around you that really know you, um, that have a true interest in seeing you succeed. Um, that that was that was something that I recently got out of um my new bestie. Oh yeah my therapist. Oh hey girl. Um, <laughs> you know, she's been having me do these homework assignments and so I can't remember if I shared this already. I apologize if I'm repeating it. Um but she had me ask a few of my friends, like, you know, what are what are three words or something like that that describe you? And so my one girl, my home my one, ugh, my one home girl hit me back with a couple of words and I was like, damn, that is me. <laughs> and I cannot and I cannot believe I forgot that for a minute there. And I was like, I needed that because what you see in me, um, It's sometimes what I can forget about myself. You know, you can just get so used to just being in the flow of things and you just doing, doing, doing and you not patting, just taking a moment to like pat yourself on the back. I was like, damn, she right. That's me. All right, we back at it. How could I, how could I forget? How could I forget? Yeah, that circle that you have around you is major. It's major.
1: It's everything. You better have the right people praying for you Mm mm-hmm so praying for you over you that that is critical that is absolutely critical changes are hard so even when you're not being the best of friends and people knowing that you're going through a transition or you know forging your way to transition you got to have friends who are understanding friends who are patient um most importantly, you gotta respect your friends too, because just because you're forging through a transition does not give you permission to treat people however you want. Yeah. But um, in the event that you are human, you do fall short. Have good people around that give you grace and that will have yeah. compassion for you and will address <laughs> the ways that you falter so that you'll know how to do better the next time. But they only tell you that to help you grow.
0: Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Okay, young grasshopper. You know, I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just trying out here. That's all I'm trying to do is try. Just try. <laughs> that is it. Just try. Any other major keys you have from any of like your biggest transitions or do you have any pearls of wisdom? Oh. Besides hire Packers? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Man, and I still have not learned that lesson because I'm about to be going through that myself. Um, my 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 biggest, I would have to say, is really just is is just keeping that open mind. That's probably my biggest one, um, and but also being like self reflective. And appreciative of those defining moments yeah um, because we often I feel like when things happen especially if they're not like um, the most positive experience <laughs> of a defining moment it all you know it can turn into that you know why is this happening to me why I gotta go through this you know why is this knocking me down duh, 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 duh. like and that's not to say like have your moment have your moment I get it I have been there. It does not make it any less frustrating. Um, <clears throat> but do that and then really see what the opportunity is in that. Like, there's a reason all of that is happening. Just like we said about you in this transition or um, in getting a new job. You know, you were disappointed by by the Facebook opportunity. Hella disappointed, y'all. At, in case anybody at... work at
1: Facebook, hella <laughs> disappointed. Like,
0: because who wouldn't want to work for Facebook? So it's was just like, dang! I was this close. Um,
1: Listen, I think I would have not um, felt this bad had they not spoiled me like that. I just felt like mm. they whined and died in me. Like, don't don't date me and not call me. Don't you you then flew me out. You ain't gonna right. call me back. Right. Okay. I see. I see. I ain't never been played like that.
0: <laughs> and then just taking those opportunities as a lesson, though. Okay. So what else do I need to do? And sometimes it really isn't you. People people get stuck on that. Like sometimes it is really not all about you. Life is
1: not like, all about you. That's so why you got to know those defining moments because it's not exactly. you don't get
0: yourself there. Right, you did not get there alone. Um. So like in that situation, you could have you could have chosen to like sit and not do anything. Um. But there were other opportunities that presented it presented themselves. So, you know, sometimes it's not about you. It just it's about the opportunities that that are coming, um, and what is for you is for you. Like I hate to be so cliche and all of this, but um, I just think it's really important to have those reflective moments um, and appreciate the journey. I'm with you. So that's all I got. Um, I don't have anyway. any tips.
1: Um, besides mm-hmm. what I shared, but okay, one thing I will say that I am going to do, cause I do recognize this and I'm glad I recognize this in a moment and not when it's past. I think this mm-hmm. is going to be one of my defining moments for my life. Mm, I um, think it is too. I can feel it already. There's a shift mm-hmm. that's about to happen, but, um, because I'm having a defining moment and because I'm really just trying to soak, soak in it. And really just take in the present. One of the things that I'm going to do. Or that I'm actually starting to do right now. um, As much as I dislike it. I know how important it is. Is that I'm going to start to journal. About this experience. Okay. Um, Because I hate journaling. And I used to love it so much. But I need to get back to it. But the reason why I want to do it. Is not because it's therapeutic. um, Even though it is therapeutic. But I want to have something to give to my children i want something i just think it's time to start being able to pass our things on i think a lot of Mm -hmm. our stories get lost in translation as african americans Mm -hmm. and our history and things like that and i want something that my grandkids and great great grandkids can go back and be like this is where this happened and this is when she did this and this is when i just want to start leaving them pieces behind um Mm -hmm. of me and that requires me to do the work right now
0: yeah the time is now.
1: So I'm excited to start that journey and to eventually see where, who hands it, ends up in. Because it may mm-hmm. not even be my kids. It may be yours or somebody else's. Well, not know. yours. They could be your God kids. You got God kids.
0: <laughs> I do, I do. Mothers just don't birth do. kids. You are absolutely right. Um, no, I love that, that you're doing that. And again, shout out to you for just the intentionality around that.
1: Um, Watch 30 years from so now and be like, girl, I wrote that damn journal. I don't know where it's at. That. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like you.
0: That sounds like you. That is hilarious. Go find that old iPhone 10. It'll have all the pictures in there. Right. I'll tell you about them. Oh, that's where we journaling on the yep. <laughs> girl. Oh my goodness, that thing might not even turn on.
1: Right, <laughs> might not even have the same outlets, girl. My grandma, we don't got the same plugs no more. We ain't even got that
0: charger no more. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So oh, yeah, that's what's up. That is what's up. All right. Well, shall we move on? Let's to the next topic. Let's do it. Okay, you want to kick it off
1: because you oh, actually watched it. I know. What well, kind of sort of? Not completely. Because you know, in
0: the in the in the way that I said it earlier, <laughs> you already know. I already what know what side you are. <laughs> it's all, it was a little rough the way I said it.
1: Um. So we, you know, we all friends. Let's just walk through it together. So we all know what happened with Aisha Curry. Uh, And we don't really want to talk about Aisha. We want to talk about um, pretty much what happened, but not talk about it specifically towards her, but talk about it from our experiences and from our perspectives in terms of what validation means to us and what process... I guess you go through to seek your validation or where you want your validation to come from. It's a very human thing. And so I think it looks different for everybody, but I think it's important for us to talk about this validation period. And especially as women and mm-hmm. what that means to us and what makes you feel the most validated. Oh, that's such a good question.
0: That. Right, that is you posing that to me right now. I think I have, I
1: think I can talk about it if you want me to. Okay, go ahead. Um, for me, I feel like I'm on a whole different wavelength as a woman (laughs) these days. I think the very thing for me that makes me feel validated, especially as a woman, is and I hate to say it, and I'll go into it a little bit further. It's just the essence of femininity and that can be a lot of different things and that looks different for every person but for me what makes me feel valid as a woman is my emotions whether they be high whether they be low whether they be indifferent I think it's my hair I think my hair is important to me it's, it is a critical factor in the way that I present myself to the world it doesn't make me who I am but it very much makes me feel like I can express myself as a woman through my hair um, my nails, the way I dress, I think, and I, and then sorry if it's TMI, but it's natural. I think that just having a menstrual cycle makes me validated as a woman. Um, there's just a lot of shit you can't tell me what I can and cannot do when I have to go through that every month. There's just some things I'm not tolerating no more. <laughs> um, and I think that makes me feel very strong as a woman. I also think that whatever, another thing that validates me. It's my blackness, I love mm-hmm. being a black woman. I think that being a woman is being a superhero in itself, but I think it's just an extra touch of something that I don't really even know what to call it besides melanin <laughs> <And then laughs> the magic The magic in the melanin makes me feel validated but and I also think it's the words and the thoughts that I believe about myself. And about why I was created and about how my creator sees me. I think all of those things really, really validate me as a soul and as a spirit and being present here and why I'm here.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I was really trying to think about this as you were talking, but also listening to you. Um, for me validation is around my ability to be to walk in my truth and whatever that is um and be all of myself um and be seen exactly as I intend to be seen um and I say that because again thank God for therapy right um, I say that because again, going through the homework that I had another, um, a friend of mine, um, you know, I think the first homework was like, what characteristics, you know, does this person, a friend or, you know, value about you or appreciate about you. And so my one homeboy was going off or, you know, just saying a couple of things. And I really appreciated what he was saying because, That told me he was seeing me exactly how I wanted to be seen. Um, Meaning, like, I do things for a certain reason. So, you know this, Fran. And, you know, I have a tendency to give him a hard time sometimes. But he has never taken it for anything less than love. Um, He has never taken it for anything less than me wanting the best and expecting the best from him. And wanting the best for him. And so when he was just kind of describing this characteristic to me and being able to validate my intentions, um, I was so appreciative of that because it was just like you you still you're allowing me to be who I am through love for you. Um and so yeah, I may, you know, I may have high expectations for friends, or I may, and in this particular um, friendship, like I said, I feel, it, from the outside looking in, it could look like I am I'm really hard on him. But he knows it's through love, and he knows why I'm doing it because I know who he is, and I know the potential of what he can be. And so it's just like I feel like I'm rambling. The point is for him to be able to validate that and just validate um, my intentions about who i am and what i give out of love was important to me so it was just like allowing me to be in my space and be all of who i am i don't have to just be um i don't it's not just about what i do it's not just about um my former business it's not just about being a black woman um It's not just that I listen to R&B music. It's a couple country songs that I may like, too. I can be all of those things. Um, And so being able to walk in that truth in all aspects and just really be seen for who I am and not have that be questioned um, offers a lot of validation for me. When I can just be in a space and be... And you know this. Like, as a black woman, as much as we would love to say, like... I would consider us too confident women, okay? Um, and I think this is some of what Aisha Curry might have been referring to in terms of like wanting certain attention or to be, you know, or to be desired, whatever. Um, we're too confident women. We can go into a room. We we know we know our areas of expertise. We can command a room, so on and so forth. Um, but that does not mean that we don't still get dismissed. For whatever reason. You know? Yeah. Um, But when you can go into those rooms and confidently be you and confidently, you know, command a room, whatever the case may be, um, and still be seen and not be chopped down for any reason, that's what gives me that validation. Like, okay, I am being seen. I am being respected here. Um, So, yeah, I won't ramble anymore. I think
1: that what you said kind of... It kind of marries into what Aisha, what the the sentiments that she was trying to express is that you said that you, when you feel seen by your friends, that makes you feel validated. If she wants to be seen by somebody of a sex that she's attracted to, that makes her feel validated and that makes her feel human. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean like, hey... Steph Curry wife busting it open, I wanna see her. It's like, hey, there is Stephen Curry's wife and she looks gorgeous today. As he goes on to the you know, the like there's no second to just admire her, who says it has to be an somebody has to objectify her, but just for her to be recognized. Right. As though she's yeah, as though she's separate from her husband to take those two seconds away from describing Stephen Curry and what he's about to do, but to say that Aisha looks nice, or to say like, hey, you know, she's here at the game and she's where, you know, what I'm saying. Just the added attention, all the attention is on him, and naturally so because he is one of the most talented NBA players of our time right now. And so, of course, a lot We're of attention of is going to be on him.
0: Absolutely. What what but, are you proud I- of me for? <laughs> it felt like you were struggling to be like I was because you know one of me <laughs> I know, in sports I, know.
1: I didn't want to make an accusation that people are going to come uh, over my head and I was going to be like I don't know sports <laughs> so right. I don't care Do not what come you're come for me. me so don't come right. for me I don't know what he does I know he makes the basket <laughs> he makes the ball go in the basket a lot of times from the I'm middle of so the court so that's what I know, and I didn't want to say he was the best because I like LeBron. But that's neither here nor right. there. Those are all the thoughts that were just going through my head as I, I tried know. to push I knew, that. Out. I
0: knew it was a lot.
1: <laughs> it was y'all. Um, me and sports, we we ain't that, and I'm never gonna pretend to be it.
0: It's okay. I don't know. Walking your truth. Walk to your <laughs> truth. I know it. Is. And having people respect that. I uh, to, you to my point. You good with that. Mm-hmm. I, ain't no shame in that. Showing their face. Just just go ahead and respect that. Okay? Call it a day.
1: Yeah, I try. Um, no, let me not lie. I don't try. Um, I accept it.
0: <laughs> I
1: don't try at all.
0: Um, but yeah, so that larger conversation about about validation, I wanna say it was Demetria. Um, Oh wait, I had another question.
1: I'm so sorry. Before you move on, cause you said that you feel validated from when your friends recognize that you feel seen. Any things that you do that make you feel validated as who you are?
0: Um, absolutely. Excuse me.
1: Sorry to cut you off like that. I just didn't want us to get too far away.
0: You are good. Um, my work, I take a lot of pride in my work. Yes, you do. And I believe I get that from my grandfather. Um, he was truly a working man. Um, he has had every job under the sun. Um, but I... My work and my name. Hmm. Because I feel like the moment you say my name... You should be able to say, like, my name is my name. You say know, my name, whatever. say my name. That is no not where I would have gone you. with that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> but whatever you attach to that, that's my character. That's that's my reputation. So that's those are the things that I find validation in, too. Um, but also, like I said, because I am so intentional about what I do, um, but I take a lot of pride in my work, so my career, I get... A lot of validation out of that, and not necessarily from others, but for myself. I get so much, like I feel so fulfilled um, with the job well done, Um, whether it's a task, whether it's a conversation that I've had with somebody, you know, um, resolving a conflict, impacting um, the teams I used to work with. That is so fulfilling, Um, and I feel like it feeds into my purpose, even though I'm not always able to clearly define it <laughs> what that is um but that's that's my work ethic mm. it's none other for me it's it's like it's top of the line for me
1: listen you know I always joke I would be like y'all Courtney don't even text at work
0: <laughs> she don't and I don't know how but I I rarely do you be working this is hard. it's hard um Yes, yeah, so I take a lot of pride in my work. I take a lot of pride in my work. Now I can't remember what I was saying or where I was. That going. is that oh. is on me. No, that's all right. I remember. Um, but that just that larger conversation that, and you said this. Wanting validation is a human. It's a human thing. Like let's be honest. Um, that's why whether male or female, is why we do certain things that we do. Whether it's get pedicures, whether it's a tailored suit, um, a haircut. Um, hell, or not getting the haircut. <laughs> like whatever. You know, it's in these but, days. Okay? Folks just take a sponge to their head. But, um, the car you drive, a, a lot of t- like, and so, and I say that too, and again, I know, like, we really did not want to speak about the person, but more so about the topic. Um, and I won't speak too much on it because I haven't looked too much into it. But I just heard that there was just, like, you know, she was getting a lot of backlash, um, and especially from men. And it was just like, let us not forget, like, you you get the shoes, you get the J's, you get the haircuts, you buy the cars, um you flash the money for women. <laughs> like and you often do it seeking that attention even when you're in a relationship. And then don't so and then don't stay faithful. And then don't stay faithful. <laughs> That's the killer. Right. Like you that is like to me the pure definition of you want your cake and eat it too. I think that is one of those things where I just feel
1: like if we really gonna be about feminism and y'all gonna really be about you know empowering women that's a piece of that that's vulnerability and that's letting you know that we got the same needs and wants that y'all do and That's human, and it's normal, and I know that you don't hear women speak like that, but you will hear a man say it all the time because no matter what party you invite him at, and I hate to hear men even use this question. They do it all the time, but where the hoes at? Right. You going for what? To get some type of female validation if you want to break it down, so... It's just right. that double standard is that women don't have needs and wants and desires and can be full humans without y'all. And sometimes the validation probably ain't from y'all. Why ain't these girls compliment my wig when I know it's f- flying <laughs> when I from I know the it's popping, Okay. When I know my roots are intact. Why ain't they saying it look good? They should. <laughs> so it's just, it's a human thing. But I also think it's, it's the double standard.
0: Oh, Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, it's a double um, standard. And women, be careful the sides you take when your sister is being brave enough to speak about what's on her heart. You be a, you be a sister on. to her, and you stand come by on. her. She, you, I guarantee you, your, your homegirls will be there. For, they've been there for you longer than any man has. They've shown you true friendship and relationship. Mm-hmm. So you be there mm-hmm. for your sisters, and we don't talk about showing up for each other enough. Show up for each other.
0: And the thing is, at the end of the day, you can't deny anybody of their truth. You, like, if if that is if that is my truth, if I were to walk in right now and say, you know, whether I say it to my boss, like, I need this type of validation. I need you to tell me. I need you to recognize me in this capacity, in this way, um, for me to feel validated in the work that I do that is my truth (laughs) that's my like you can't take that away from me you may not need that i do hypothetically speaking um but then also like i i think it's important that we acknowledge that men like you can say that as well and i agree with you kiana in that it can be a double standard because i saw somebody post about like if it was a man that said what she said um it would be a whole in words ain't shit conversation. And it's just like, mm, there's a whole, there's a whole different, there can be a whole different dynamic to it. Going back to our point earlier in that you do all of these things to get this attention from women. And then you end up not being faithful. Right. All men, some men where this happens and then you wonder why and how it happens because you were seeking that particular attention. Um, and
1: you were seeking more than attention.
0: You are. You are absolutely right. You were seeking more than attention. You, you were going to cheat. <laughs> like it was going to happen regardless. You was just waiting for the woman that um, would allow you to do so. But you. It's okay that it's okay for men to also say, "I have wants. I have needs. This is, you know, this is what I need." That's out of my their main
1: argument. As soon as you hear somebody who's been unfaithful, I got wants. I got needs.
0: Yeah yeah so do we and, and so do we you're absolutely so do we. right
1: that's why when men are always like can you imagine all of these beautiful women throwing themselves at me like they ain't fine niggas out here that's better than you Right or people who have more money than you, or people who have more power than you, or people whose hairline ain't receding, or people who who got six who got a six pack, or somebody whose toes actually look like something, or who credit not messed up. There's a hundred and ten reasons for me not to leave for me to leave you too, and I still choose you.
0: Right, right. Come on with it. So we don't don't g- don't give well. me
1: that. Don't give me that. <laughs> There's so many women. You know how hard it is. Do you know how hard it is not to leave you? And right. you make it that
0: easy. Thank you. But then you also feel like um, you're entitled to me staying. No.
1: Well, that's, no. Why, that's why it's I, important for people to know. You don't own people. That's why you need to right. take care of their relationships, why you can still experience them. Because when that person decides they want to move on with their life, they can do that. You don't own anybody.
0: hmm did you see, um, it was on Facebook. Have you seen, I can't remember who was by, but they do like this drinking game where they ask questions to each other. It could be like a parent and a child.
1: What they um, drinking?
0: They taking shots of stuff. So it's like oh. truth or drink.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, no, I haven't um, seen that.
0: it was this black, um, couple. They were, they were actually exes, um, and I cannot remember what the question was. Oh shoot! I just had it. Whatever it was, she was like, "I don't feel like." She was talking about in the bedroom. He only aims to please himself, mm. and it's just like I feel like that is one of the most like simple ways to talk about like women have needs too. <laughs> like you can't just come up into my room and be like. Okay, I'm good. And it's like, more satisfying when you meet her need first. Right. <laughs> and it was funny because what she was saying was, um, you know, she felt like it was always all about him. Um And he was like, if he could change one thing or something like that, I guess about their sexual relationship, I could be completely off. But... Her response or his response was, you know, for her to be more aggressive. And she was like, well, if you allowed me that space and opportunity to, I would. I would do that and you would be more satisfied.
1: Probably instead of you just taking what you feel like you need and going about your day.
0: Right. And just being done with it. It was like, OK, good. You good? You don't you good? take anything from me. I give you. Right. Take that, take that, take that side. Bye. Uh, Bye. What came in my head. You know,
1: Um, I saw mm -hmm. that too. Um, One of the Christian preachers we follow talked about how she always has sex with her husband when he acts. And I'm just like, you don't have to. Right. You don't don't have to. He your husband. He don't own you. Right. Um, but that's just me. Maybe a wife was, can chime in on that, but as for me, I know.
0: Yep, yep that's that's a good call, because that I am not. <laughs> I'm right not now. a wife. Listen, that's probably why. No, you better make an appointment. You better make an appointment.
1: You know I got a meeting in the morning. Right. Now you know your days is
0: Tuesdays and
1: Thursdays. 8.30. I am just joking. You were (laughs) fifteen minutes late, sir. Right? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I I would not do that. But it is no lingerie tonight. That That is hilarious.
0: Yes, I am joking. (laughs) But again, I'm not married, so I don't know. Somebody's needing me. Right somebody's if
1: somebody want to let's let us in their business or just um give us their perspective we appreciate that slide in our dms i would
0: like to
1: know yeah slide in our dms
0: you got anything else on this uh topic of validation
1: nah you're enough by yourself without a man (laughs) yep that's that's
0: yep. it like you or don't have to do
1: or without a woman you or without a friend you are enough in totality you don't have to do anything extra you don't have to do anything upside down you don't have to do anything backwards green purple you are simply enough for being on this earth mm-hmm. and that's it
0: and be and be enough for yourself so like going to get the nails done fellas going to get the hair cut like, you should just want to look good for yourself. I was going to
1: say, I call that, for me, I call that maintenance. Like, that's just because I'm supposed exactly. to take care of myself.
0: That's called grooming. Yeah. <laughs> Well-groomed. That's all. Um, but, uh, But yeah. even, like, even the credit score. Have a good credit score for yourself. <laughs> like, all those things. Or so your partner
1: won't consider not marrying you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let me stop. That would be a Bye. reason why I would marry someone. Let me stop. I'm done joking. Yeah, because I was about to be like, what is that? listen, but, but I, anyway, I would tread lightly. I want a good credit. <laughs> exactly. I want a
1: good credit score for myself. I would do the Beyonce walk down the aisle like at the beginning of homecoming, not just the regular. Two step, it would be a few more steps in between me getting down there. It would take me a little while longer, but I'm
0: so good. It'll happen. I'm so good.
1: It will happen.
0: All right. Well, looks like that wraps up our conversation on validation um, with speaking minimally about specifically Aisha Curry. Um, (laughs) I like Aisha. So, okay.
1: Not while I'm Um, siding with her, but I just like her.
0: God. I don't, you know what? I don't know, girl. She don't need no validation from me.
1: <laughs> I think her Period. pots look nice, and they're affordable. I, really? How much are they? Seriously, they're like twenty, thirty dollars on on Amazon. As a set? No, no, no. Individually, oh. but you know, some po- good pots are like hundred fifty dollars in pans. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I thought her pots and pans would be much more expensive. No, girl, they're affordable. <laughs> okay so i appreciate that for the everyday person
0: <laughs> i was like um that's beyond affordable if you're talking about a whole set oh girl no <laughs> <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> okay. anyway we are going to take a quick break for our ad and uh we will be back in a moment <laughs>
1: This episode is brought to you by Sound Ears Media. Sound Ears Media is a multimedia production company based out of Cleveland, Ohio. Sound Ears provides its listeners with weekly curated playlists containing wide-ranging musical selections, from the newest release hits to some of the greatest nostalgic classics in music.
0: And Kiana and I are super excited about this new partnership as Bitches Love Brunch will have its own Weekly curated playlist. So, anyone looking for personal playlists to fit your unique vibe, DM them on IG at SoundEars or on Twitter at SoundEars underscore, or you can shoot them an email at SoundEarsMedia at gmail.com. All right, welcome back from um, that ad from SoundEars. This is your co host, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I did not see that coming. I was like, what? I didn't think it was coming either. I didn't know where it came from.
0: (laughs) It's because I said, welcome back. But you know me. I told you, it's that routine. You know me. That is funny. Wow. Okay, yep. So we're back to give you um, our tips and brunch spots of the week. Kiana, you want to start with your tip?
1: Yes. I have two tips this week um my first tip is actually going to be sorry my phone scrolled up of course um my first tip is actually going to be a hmm 75 percent tip and this tip goes to iceland because iceland made it illegal to pay women less than men love it you go iceland Love it. Shout out to Iceland. And then my last tip, last but certainly certainly not least, um, goes to three beautiful queens, Miss America, Miss Teen USA, and Miss USA for being the first black women with natural hair to be crowned queen. Um, So I'm very excited for those women and just let y'all know that our standard of beauty is our standard of beauty. Um, and it -hmm. just helps demystify when you see black women with natural hair, if they can be accepted, if they should get that job, if they should be trusted, if they're intelligent, if they're beautiful, if they are worthy, we are. And we prove it time and time again. So congratulations, ladies. And thank you for setting the bar. Thank you.
0: And for them to all be reigning at the same time.
1: Yes. never happened in history before. Yes. All Right.
0: right. Oh, it's okay. It's okay.
1: (laughs) Y'all, it's not that I don't like animals. I do like animals. I am. I am dog sitting right now, Um, but this dog just has a very interesting temperament.
0: Oh man. Okay. We gonna pray for Kiana's patience through that. Um, My tip. My first tip is. Wait a minute. What's what's wrong? Oh, not you. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. um kind of on the same track as uh or on the same topic as iceland um my tip is going out to elvest it is um i'm not really sure what to call it but it's an avenue i follow their instagram page um whose mission is really to focus on closing the gender money gap yes um and to get there uh and to get more money in the hands of more women and so their hashtag is invest like a woman. Yeah. Um, so I follow them on Instagram. So they just give all sorts of tips, advice, validation um, around women and money. Um, whether it be, so I know that they, I'm pretty sure that they have a blog and a website as well. Um, and I think um, you can like subscribe. Um, to their blog and just, you know, getting their newsletters and or their magazine um, and just giving tips on how to invest and especially because uh, women have a tendency to invest differently. And so just giving tips around that. I absolutely love um, following their page and just all of the resources that they offer. Um, And then also just how they demand the support of, men as well, and raising raising your sons and daughters to kind of, you know, just being in that mindset as well. <clears throat> good, good. So it is called Lvest, E-L-L-E-V-E-S-T. Um, follow them on Instagram. I and sure then, will. Yeah, I love them. And then, my second tip, probably going to be able to hear all my clicking that I just did on this screen. Um. Mm, God damn it my second tip goes to Rihanna yes.
1: um,
0: oh I'm sorry Elvis uh, I was giving them a 30% tip and I'm going to give Rihanna a 45% tip um, for becoming the first woman to create an original brand at LVMH um, and the first woman of color at um, at the top of that brand and so I believe this is her first line for, like, a a house, a couture couture house. Um, Oh, sorry, my phone just went off. But, of course, her brand, Fenty. So, shout out to Rihanna for making these boss moves. While she is not giving us any music right now, she is giving us everything else. Um, Right? So, shout out to her for that. And... She's just gonna keep us uh, impatiently waiting, but I'm not mad at the at the moves that you're making while we made while we wait. So go ahead, Rihanna, with your bad self. I call her my um, my spirit animal.
1: Congratulations, Rihanna! I love her so much. Yeah. All right. Do you have any brunch spots? Okay. So help me out. Did I tell y'all about the place that has the adult Capri Suns? You did. I did. <laughs> um, I did brunch somewhere. Not new, but I brunched at a place. I think I mentioned it before. Marche's here. Um, that's in East Nashville. Super cute French restaurant. Um, mm. I think I spoke about it before, and I really did want to get the steak and eggs, but that French toast croissant just is really hard to stay away from. Mm. So, Sorry, didn't get anything new. Still go to Marches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to shout out a place that I actually have not been to for brunch yet. Um, I've been for lunch, but I think I'm going to go in the next couple of weeks. So, um, I may throw it out there to a couple of ladies see if anybody wants to, or actually anybody wants to join. I do. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, come on up to Columbus. Um, I really want to, you don't, listen. I know you want to, like, for real, for real. (laughs) Um, But it's a place called Lindy's. Um, I have been there for Wendy's? Mm No, we are not going to Wendy's for brunch. <laughs> I almost called you out your name. <laughs> you can go to Wendy's for brunch if you want. I think they might have some biscuits, some sausage biscuits. The only Wendy's
1: I know that has breakfast is the Athens, Ohio. <laughs>
0: really? Yes. That is funny. It's it's someplace. It's one of the Wendy's in Columbus. I had a coworker that used to bring in um bref- breakfast biscuits for us. Really? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's Lindy's. L I N D Y S. Listen, uh, Wendy's
1: better not hear this because they will clap back at us on Twitter.
0: For what? Because they are it, good at mean? it. But unless y'all about to start serving some shrimp and grits, <laughs> like, it's okay. Who started serving chicken waffles? And I was like, y'all probably shouldn't do that.
1: Oh. Is it Waffle House? No, no, no. This I think it's isn't it a fast food place? Is it KFC? It's KFC, yes. KFC is always reaching too far outside the box.
0: Oh my goodness. And it's also another place I wanna say it's maybe it's KFC too. They have like Cinnabon biscuits. I'm like, Y'all Whoa, just that low it too key much. sound
1: good, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs>
0: I mean, part of me is like, you should try it, like, just cause. Cause it's probably really good, actually. Anyway, Lindy's in Columbus. I've been for lunch. I'm looking to go. If anybody wants to join, let me know. I'm excited about trying it out. Definitely not this weekend, prob- uh, but probably the following. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And I will come back and let you all know how it is. I know it's going to be good, though. Okay. Well... You got anything else for the good of the episode? No,
1: I don't have anything for the good of the episode. This was fun, as always.
0: As always, y'all. Well, we will see you uh, in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, I got some social media 46. stuff. You know what, y'all? Let me just let me just go ahead and say this. I do have something. Oh, you do? Damn, yeah. <laughs> um, we raggedy. The thing we've been telling y'all to wait for, we still ain't telling y'all because we
0: haven't talked nope. about it. Nope. So so, I wasn't even gonna bring it up. I thought about at it. At this point, say. it's gonna be a surprise. <laughs> we're not gonna say when. Yep. We're just we're just gonna surprise when you. When y'all know, y'all know.
1: Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we're just gonna we, we like the element of surprise. So we're just gonna add that back into there, add a little flair to it. But um, if you're looking for us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at bitches double underscore love double underscore brunch. Um, Make sure to tag us in your brunch post. We want to know where you're brunching at. If you're listening Mm -hmm. to us on Spotify, iTunes. Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, we're Google Play, we're on all those platforms. So make sure that you subscribe, make sure you rate us, make sure you review us. And make sure you send it to a few friends. Maybe some of y'all friends is bored at work. They're telling you, like, girl, they don't tell me to do nothing. Or maybe I just don't want to do nothing. Send her this podcast. Send him All this right. podcast. Let them know we're here and we're here for you. Because when you're thinking about not doing nothing, I probably am too. So
0: I'm done. I'm done. It's time to wrap this episode. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Have a good week.